If I hadn't waited for him, it would have been someone else's problem. I was in my office on River Street at about 5.15. A light breeze blew in from the open window across the vacant desks of all my other operatives. At my computer, I clicked save, and then shut it down. The door beeped. A rotund man, in a white-blue windbreaker, a gray t-shirt and a pair of gray cargo shorts entered. His thighs jiggled as he walked in. The fat man looked around. Excuse me, sir. Is this Newton Security and Investigations? I peered up from the computer. Yes. You must be Mr. Durand. He clasped his hands together like a church steeple. Sorry I'm late. I had trouble finding the building. Have a seat. Durand unfolded his hands and lowered himself into the office chair across from mine. Mr. Newton, you have to protect me. From who? Durand fished two letters out of the pocket of his shorts and handed them to me. I've been getting anonymous threats. I grabbed the typewritten notes and scanned them. Mr. Durand, resign from Camp Hope or face unimaginable wrath. Mr. Durand, resign by tomorrow or suffer the consequences. The fat man wiped some sweat from his brow. He placed his hands back into church steeple position. Yesterday I found my tires slashed. Today, two bullets went through the back window of my car as I left for work. Oh, brother, another guy who'd watched too many private eye movies. I raised a hand. Not really our line, but I do know an agency that could help. Have you ever heard of the police? Durand clasped his hands together and rested his thumbs against his chin, squeezing his knuckles. The last thing I need is the police looking into this. I teach fourth grade. It would look horrible to the school board and the summer camp where I coach. I've been assured you're quite discreet. Yeah, but I'm not a police officer anymore. I can't arrest anyone. I just want protection. It's probably a messed up kid. If the police come in, then we'll have to report it to the principal, and it'll ruin this kid's life. If we can find out who it is, Maybe we can work it out without all the fuss of a police investigation and get them the help they need. I don't do end runs around the police. A kid might just be trying to scare you. No, said Durand. He leaned back in his chair, fished out another typewritten note, pushed it toward me, leaned forward rested his chin on his knuckles and stared up at me with his big hazel eyes. I read aloud, Mr. Durand, if you don't want the spark of your life extinguished, stay away from camp. I rubbed my eyes. Well, camp seems to be a clue. Maybe we need to look at that. Somebody up there might have it in for you. Durand shook his head. The people at camp are good folks. They don't need to be harassed. That's why I'm not going to the police. How do you expect me to investigate? I have to be able to ask questions. 
Durand dug into his windbreaker's pockets and deposited two stacks of $50 bills on the desk. I'll give you $5,000 to protect me, and if you can find whoever is responsible without disrupting my life, great. I stared at the money. I looked over at the unpaid bills folder by my right hand. That'll pay you up for two weeks. Now tell me, do you have any enemies? No, he raised an eyebrow. I told you it's just a kid. All right, I'll have one of my men with you around the clock until we find out who's behind this, or the money runs out. He stood and extended his hand. I shook it.